can't believe you two took that raving lunatic seriously. What do you think this is? <laughs> Hey. hey, it's another good enough podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, coming all the way from my apartment. Boys and girls. It is my boy Q-Mac. Yeah. But Return. On, an, on an even bigger surprise. Oh, okay. Sorry, not enough time. I'm too excited. My co-host has returned. I have a co-host, y'all. Hey, Himes. Y'all. It's me, baby. Hey, Himes, what do we got on today's episode? Today we are talking about sad things. <laughs> things we shouldn't be doing. <laughs> things we sh- we shouldn't have let ever happen. And my inevitable depression. <laughs> <laughs> I got depression. Um, John's not here. Uh, I guess I'll give it context. Uh, so people are chanting send her back to a congresswoman who wasn't uh how do i put this delicately not white (laughs) and it just feels kind of weird uh it's not the first time donald trump has held a rally where things get a little crazy if you know what i mean but uh, it's like his fourth mask off and i'm i'm kind of wondering when when people will be like yeah he's racist you know Uh, like well we're saying that but Congress won't allow people to say that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, e- e- well, <laughs> no, they passed a resolution. So contextually, they 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 did pass a resolution to kind of say that uh, no, we condemn the president for racist remarks that he's made against four congresswomen and all that stuff. And I guess um, Nancy Pelosi said, finally said the words racist on the Congress floor. She didn't call him racist. She called the statements racist, and that upset a lot of Republicans. But because kinda, those statements are defensively not racist, obviously. Yeah, uh, it's a strong beginning. We didn't even get beyond the litty minute because it's all lit today. Let's kind of roll it back in it's time. It's all just fire downhill from here. Yeah, <laughs> it's a spiraling fire <laughs> loop Burning down alive. into... Truly the fire nation around smell here. Smell of melted flesh. And lava. Brimstone. This is grimdark. Death. Uh, so we rolled the tape back a little bit uh, in the timeline. Um, so how did, the, how did we get to this point? Where did this all start? This started a few months ago, right? Like I think, I think there was some infighting between the Democrats. Yes. As usual. And then, you know, business as usual. But I think uh, AOC invoked identity politics uh, into it. And then, did she? Uh, well, I, uh, contextually, actually, for, for the benefit of the doubt, it was, uh, it w- we talked about this last week, so I'm not going to reiterate, but there was okay. a bill. Uh, AOC was ardently against that bill. It upset. Uh, oh, no, she wasn't. Yeah, she was in the right for criticizing the Democrats for supporting yeah. that bill without accountability. But after Nancy Pelosi fired off on them, she made it seem as like them having to be women of color had anything to do with it when she could literally have just replied with, like, you're, you're just wrong on policy level. Like, yeah, so, so you know what I mean? It's like it, it was like an easy argument to win. And yeah. she did the Jordan Peterson thing where like, I'm not calling them racist, but we are women of color. 
yeah, she, 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 yeah, she, she did that, and also she had gotten in trouble a few weeks prior. We also talked about that with, with one his of chief her, of staff, with her chief of yeah, staff, yeah. calling mm-hmm. another woman of color. So it's a whole. So yeah, well, 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 this whole thing's going on. Uh, Conservatives rep- were enjoying uh, a nice round of defending Nancy Pelosi in the media and stuff like that. So yeah, so we get through this, through all of that, and then and then we wake up one day. To what? Uh, do you want to start with this tweet or the rally? Uh, no, we should the start tweet. with the tweet because the tweet came first. Right. So I don't have it in front of me, but he basically <laughs> said, uh, "If you don't like, you don't get to criticize this country, and if uh, if you don't like it, you can leave uh, because you come from countries where you have corrupt governments. So you should go and fix those before you tell us how to like do our job." Is the basic gist of it. And I think like three of them were born here. So he's not totally wrong. Uh, <laughs> this government is definitely corrupt and they should do something to change it, which I, I think they're trying. Would you like me to read you the tweets? Um, sure. All right. So the first one is so interesting to see a quote unquote progressive Democrat congresswoman who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe. Agree. The worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world. Man, he is just right on the money. If they even if they even have a functioning government at all. <laughs> oh God. <he's laughs> now loudly dot 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 and then the next tweet. Dot 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 and viciously Telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on oh. earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Crime-infested. Then come back and like show us how, third tweet, it is done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. Yeah, I'm they're sure shitholes. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. Yeah. You leave fast enough. I think that's that's a very mm. on the money. Oof. And also he he is a he's a Twitterholic and I feel like you should be able to finish complete sentences in the same tweet. I think he was just so rabidly angry but that e- he couldn't help himself. He just had to stream of conscious that thing. You think he typed that on his computer or on his phone? On his phone. Apparently, there's multiple reports that come out of the White House that he does it on the toilet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just a little little bloopers, a little fun fact for you. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure if this was <clears throat> fake news, but I love the image of it. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um... So, yeah. So, Quentin, you said an interesting thing. You said can't leave fast enough is pretty much the most, the, the, the cherry on top. Uh, why? I mean, that just, that just shows you right there that he was being, you know, a little, he's, all, he's always like, oh, I wasn't that, you know, genuine about it. But it's like, you know, you're being pretty genuine, Tane. Okay. You know, you're like it's insinuating that air, like, you know, you can leave immediately please Please. now okay you think that's the moment when it came together as a completely obvious racist tweet or do you think that came early i think as soon as you said go back to whence you've came when three of them were born here Uh uh-huh i mean just just historically who who like started the birther movement like hello yeah do we all have like amnesia like what the fuck (laughs) happened yeah like why do we need to i don't understand why people are having trouble saying these are racist comments these are 
obviously racist comments. And I, I almost never use the term obviously because it's an exclusionary word. Right. But no, what the because, fuck is wrong with you? No, Jesus. they believe because it wasn't blatantly saying, you know, you have a, you know, go back to, you know, do people, interesting point. Middle do, East or whatever. So it wasn't do, racism. Do people literally have to say I think I'm better than this race to be called a racist. Yes. How yeah. obvious do you have to be? Like, extremely obvious. So it's interesting because your statements, like they're saying that the statements weren't exactly derogatory. Yeah, that's and what then, the, the congressmen were saying. And then to a certain extent, he was like, hold my beer. This is prior to the rally. <laughs> prior to the rally, he then is at a at a press conference. He, he is like standing in front of reporters and he's getting asked about the tweets. And and he basically doubled down, isn't that right? He to yeah. reporters, yeah. and he he's, he was telling them to shut up, shut up, because they were trying to ask him too many questions. Like reporters, you know, annoyingly They're do pesky questions. Yes. Trying to get truths out of me. And then what did it Can't happen? Can't lie fast enough for you to be asking me asking me all these questions. Exactly. And did it happen before or after where Kellyanne Conway then comes out to defend <laughs> the president oh, no. and, and then asks one of the reporters what their ethnicity was? Oh, you know, Kellyanne Conway no. continues to be probably the best thing about this the, presidency. I mean, especially now that uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders has left. Like we only get <laughs> we only get the Kellyanne. pure. Yeah, we only get unadulterated. Yeah, we only get Kellyanne Con like they all left like because Bolton. She's one of the OGs who stick who exactly. stuck it through, man. She came with the Go Amorosa Giuliani crowd. <laughs> She's a legacy hire. She really is. Yeah, like who's le like what John Kelly and Bolton? Yeah, they're psychopaths and murderers, but they've been around long enough to yeah, keep their mouth yeah. shut. They're kind of boring. But like, remember, They're like the typical sociopaths who are in power. Remember when Nothing Amorosa new. got fired and then immediately went on a reality TV show, Big Celebrity Big Brother, to spill the tea on Donald Trump about how senile he was? Like, come, there's remember Scaramucci? I honestly oh, forgot the about the, the Scaramucci. Oh my God! What, what's his name? The the guy that came in between all of those the. The guy who was like... Uh, Yo, people have come and gone so much. I've lost track. You're talking about the original press secretary? Yeah, Splitzer, uh, Spicer. Uh, Spi yeah. Uh, Spicer. I, he, we, by the way, we might be saying the wrong names. But no, dude. Remember when he's like... Yeah, Hitler, Sean Spicer. Was Spicer? He like, uh, yeah. That's real? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I doubt myself, so... Okay. Dude. The but Spice like, guy? Wasn't he the guy that said like Hitler wasn't so bad or something at a press conference? I thought that something was Candace Owens. Effect. Huh? I thought that was Candace Owens. <laughs> Candace Owens said it at a congressional hearing. Oh, my bad. But she didn't say he wasn't so bad. She Fake said thinking. he wasn't... He wasn't bad, bad until he became globalist. Global. Yeah. Because, you know, that was well documented when he <laughs> made the full globalist decision. decision. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, I miss... I miss... I miss the OG We've had some good times. Yeah. I miss the OG Good memories. Yeah. So... <laughs> She's the one left. Kellyanne Conway will never leave. So fuck. What were we talking about? What was Kellyanne Conway is so amazing. She completely derailed. His what was the reporter's ethnicity, though? I do not know, <laughs> but apparently it confounded Kellyanne Conway, a woman who had previously said that a that a that a that a mass oh, terrorist shooting had Bowling happened. Bowling Green. Bowling Green. A thing that never exists. Never I forget. Love. Never oh. forget. Anyways, so the now Bowling in the Green timeline. Instagram. We move into the rally. Uh, 
And what happened at this rally? Because this rally is actually wild. Like, we've kind of been expecting the motifs and the regular stuff. He says his hits at the at the, at yeah, the rallies. All his right. ultra-nationalist bullshit yeah, talking mm-hmm. points. hugs a flag. They find a flag for him somewhere so he yeah. could hug it again and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And they chant the same. But this one is new. He found a new one. Yeah. He was able to dig deep. Because remember what I said a few weeks ago? I was like, the president is kind of getting stale. Yeah. The, the bits. He's like, a, he's like an SNL cast member who got famous off of Vine and they brought him into the cast and now he's getting stale after one season. Right. But he found some new hits. He like he like tapped into some like orb something, energy. Something bigger than him. It's orb energy. I think he saw Marianne Williamson and was inspired. So tell me, what happened at this rally? Um, I mean, the only thing I saw is that they started chanting uh, send her back uh, in re- reference to Ilan Omar. Yeah, I don't, was, know if you, I don't know if you have more explicit detail that no, I didn't read. I, I just I just like to lay out this timeline. I think uh, I will go a little over with this topic because this is the important point about all of this. It's the part that got kind of lost in the shuffle. And it's kind of the real important bit of this. Donald Trump is a bigot and a racist. It's kind of pretty obvious if you're not like one of his voter base. Mm-hmm. Uh and there wasn't really much hope for like the leadership of the Republican Party to say that they weren't racist. But you expected that for their hides, for their political backs, they would kind of go and like, okay, this is the time for condemnation, right? right? Mitch McConnell then goes on the steps of the Senate oh. and gives probably one of the most, un, like one of the most... I don't want to upset daddy because I don't want to get time out. Fucking responses to the. I, I mean. So, so yeah. So like there's Walk a, us through it. So there's a problem between Republicans not speaking out about his tweets who are, that were obviously racist. And then now condemning the chants while also invoking fear and Islamophobia in the same sentence right like you'll have them say things like oh i don't agree with the send her uh send her back remark chance but like she is like a terrible thing for this country and like yeah. they'll still say things like she di- her disdain for our country for and our countrymen is like unprecedented or something like they still try to rile people up to hate muslims while at the same time saying but actually, I'm not, uh, uh, you know, an Islamophobe or a bigot or any of those things. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually a cool Republican, but also like, you know, fuck Muslims, right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. what they're doing, and it makes it, it's more upsetting than the people not saying anything because their apologies are so shit. They're just, oh, it's it's mind blowing how you could apologize and make things worse. It, it because it it is the same line of defense, right? It's like. It's kind of like the Kanye defense, right? No, it's like the fucking alt-right. It's literally what they do. They disavow the very obvious shit and continue to peddle the not-so-obvious shit. Exactly. But, like, like, I think a good... It's not analogous, but, like, there's something that Kanye's do, which is, like, Kanye will go on a rambling rant on Ellen or at an award show, and then they'll be like, no, no, no. These are the things he was trying to say. He didn't say it really well, but these are the things he's trying to say. And that's kind of how the GOP operates at this point. They're the PR mechanism 
for the distillation of like Trump speak. They're like, no, 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 it sounds racist. But what actually he's saying is these women are, are like fundamentally unpatriotic. Yeah, that's my thing. It's like for, for, for people who are uninitiated in online politics, you know, Stay away. I, I envy you. <laughs> Don't even. But for, for people who are initiated in online politics and you understand like what crypto fascism is and you see these tweets from Congress people, right? People in power. It's alarming, right? Like you used to think like alt, the alt-right was like an online thing, like forums and, and stuff. And like you hear it in mainstream media constantly. And now you're starting to see it from like personal accounts from people in power. Like this stuff is frightening. I mean, when you can literally draw a single thread line, like 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 if you put a board, like in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you put that board with all the strings attached to right. a bunch of stuff. And you can literally put a straight line between Tucker Carlson and the fucking white supremacist dude. What's his name? Richard Spencer. Richard Spencer. You can literally make a direct line between them of like, you could show videos of Richard oh, Spencer no, that's, speaking. Uh, that's guilt by association, man. And that's then, not cool. But then Tucker Carlson literally says the same things on his TV show. Oh, I don't know what to call that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not guilt by association. That's something else. On that's a daily guilt. basis. <laughs> <laughs> so I... Uh, yeah, so so the 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 big question happens now is is I actually don't know how to frame this. Also, fucking question. I don't I don't want to appear like I'm fear mongering the fascists, but the fact that I have to point out that fascism is bad it is alarming to me. So if I found if I f like sound distressed and just depressed and disappointed that's why i feel like fear-mongering fascist fascism is like the one thing that's like okay that's a good thing to fear-monger <laughs> yeah i think i think right just uh, or like at least just be aware of it you can make up your mind after if you're for fascism yeah. oh whatever that's the just beauty. just know what it is please <laughs> that's the beauty of what quentin is saying you again need that level-minded person which is you quentin to tell us again and again that like it's okay to say that it, he's racist. Yeah. The world isn't going to explode. No. And it's well, actually the truth. We don't know that yet. Things can happen. So, yeah, my 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 my, my question is like there's there then moving on, we have the Republican Party playing defense. But the the astonishing part is the instigator in all of this is the Democratic Party. It is the establishment Democrats. And so like Nancy Pelosi in the same breath in the same session and I would like to get both of y'all's opinions on this in the same session she condemns the president for racist remarks basically puts the same resolution forward that they put against Ilhan Omar for the anti-semitic remarks when she wasn't being anti-semitic again we always have to repeat this Ilhan Omar was not anti-semitic uh, I, I, it might not be believable coming from me but uh, yeah. one of y'all say it so they believe from it from a Muslim she's, yeah. she's not a anti-semitic thank you Quentin I think if given the context and you know not having biases you could probably like be charitable enough to say that they weren't anti-semitic also I assume that she's not an Al-Qaeda supporter nope no, not at all. Oh, she didn't. Uh, and wasn't cheer. Yeah, but cheer when cheering when nine eleven yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. Crazy how that didn't happen. So, um, so yeah. So in the same in the same 
session, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats pass a resolution condemning the president for his racism. Uh, Senator uh, Congressman Swalwa, who's running for president, then stands up and gives a soliloquy about all the racist things that Trump did. And look at all the racist things. And so who's Swalwell? He's the one with the orange tie in the debates. Is he older or younger? Uh, he's younger. <laughs> he's the one that told Biden, I admired you and you should pass the torch. Oh, oh pass yeah. the torch, dude. I torch hate man. that guy. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he's a <laughs> he's a sweetheart because he's like, he's literally well, running. Well, in the debates, he was just obnoxious. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. But That's the like, only place I know him from and yeah. he was absurdly obnoxious he's a he's a one he's a one policy candidate he's running on gun control uh, absolute gun buybacks from everyone and got banning guns completely because of the orlando uh shooting right um so uh but then all that happens but then uh, and uh, and the the impeachment papers gets put up for a vote and the democrats block it and so I don't understand. I, could someone break so it down? So my understanding of this. Um, so personally, I would like Donald Trump to get impeached fundamentally just for being unfit for you know the presidency. But I also understand as like a, if you could even call it tactic to not start impeachment proceedings and give the right ammunition to energize and motivate their base to show up come 2020. So, uh, and it's, even if it's not used for like, um, as like a political tool to get rid of Donald Trump uh, rather than voting him out, even if it's literally just because you are doing your job, they'll still use it against you. They'll still use it as saying, like, look at them. They're afraid. So they want to get rid of me through impeachment because they know they don't have the votes to win. And they'll try to energize their base. And that might be really bad for... That's a bad argument. That is a bad argument. Elections tend to motivate any... Uh, to, uh, his base is going to depends be engaged Depends on the candidate whatever. and depends on the context. But no, like... It's not like they're a constant thing, my dude. It's not that it's a constant thing, but it's not going to energize anyone to go out and vote against or for you Donald You think Trump. if the Democrats tried to impeach Donald Trump, no one would care? They would care. Okay, they would care, but it wouldn't, like... It wouldn't revitalize a new non-existent vote. All the people that would want to vote for Donald Trump voted for him in 2016, and they are going to vote for him in 2020. So you, you think the people who voted for Donald Trump like that's just it they, they just always vote republican no or no, what? no 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 I, what I'm, I'm saying i'm just what confused I'm saying, what i'm saying the people who show up at his rallies the, okay that's the, different yeah 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 but i'm saying those are the that's the base they're scared of revitalizing that that's the that's literally the base that they're scared of the other people will make their decision based on whether you make strong moves or not and impeaching a president for for like for like obstruction and racism and all the other bullshit that he pulled, yeah, which he is definitely a very strong to be move and would actually show the American public that you care enough. Because how many times, how many times have we watched reports of people saying, "This, uh, I do not appreciate this president's antics and the way they and he acts, and someone should put him in ch impeachment, whether it goes through or not, because it'll get stopped at the Senate." Well, yeah. Just the power of like putting through the papers of impeachment. You're saying, hey, we are doing something to put this president in check and and like maintain the sanctity of whatever the fuck the president of the, the office of the presidency is. Mm -hmm. And you think doing it for show would be enough 
for like to like make the democratic base more energized or something yeah it would make them think that the all the the 37,000 candidates that are running actually have some backbone that they will actually do something you know when the moment where their cowardice would show is if they wait after the election and then decide to impeach him because then they'll look like sore losers before the election, it makes a lot more sense. And everyone knows that even his antics are all him gearing up for his campaign for 2020. No one is jaded about this. No one is like not realizing what is happening here. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't see why, why I don't see why imp impeachment is much better because it'll upset him. It'll distract him. It'll upset all the Republicans. And it will show, finally, that the Democrats are taking some legitimate and serious action. I don't know. I, I think I think there is an argument to be made about giving them more ammunition and making it a, a pivotal point in the 2020 election. Again, I don't understand this whole... But, but it, giving it, them if ammunition. you think that it, it wouldn't affect anything at all, then sure. I mean, I, mean, I mean, give me an example of all the shit that they pulled being able to like somehow vitalize on the other side has it done that have they lost anything what do you mean like like any of his antics build the wall and stuff like that and all the stuff he did uh, making uh, telling us that uh, murderers and rapists are coming through the border in the 2016 election none of that vitalized democratic like voters in in such a substantial way that it swung the vote towards hillary or anything like that like like these are the these the, these same republicans are the same ones that impeach fucking clinton for a blowjob and like i'm not here defending clinton clinton is a total fucking scumbag but like they don't care so why oh, should yeah. we care no, obviously why should we care they'll take any opportunity if at any moment they had the opportunity to get elhan omar or any of those fired which is the, if they could find any ethical evidence to do that they will put that shit so fucking fast and they wouldn't care that a week ago the president told them to get the fuck out of this country of course so i don't understand why we have to worry about what they do when they don't give a fuck about anything about our existence this is not about respecting them this is literally I'm not about saying winning. about respecting them this is about worrying about what about they will their, do their voters the, their voters are already out there their their voters have been out there since 2012 since the tea party they've been out there they've been voting they've been revitalized they've been wanting a white supremacist country they've been out there we haven't we haven't put a stomp on anything we haven't fought for fucking anything so that's that's what you think we should like fucking fight back like this resistance bullshit. Like we should fight them with the facts. Who gives a fuck about the facts? No one gives a fuck about any of this. I think this is a false dichotomy though. Like you're 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 saying like we can't fight back through fucking actual candidates like Bernie no, Sanders. No, we can. We 100% can. But why isn't that the appropriate avenue? I mean, no, no. I, I, I understand. Like, by the way, I agree I with you that we should. I'm not dismissing any of the other avenues for the sake of this one. I'm just saying. But you don't think this, like, approaching it from two different ways would undermine the other one? That's what I'm saying. No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. It would. Mo it would actually probably strengthen it. It would probably it would probably okay. show that the Democratic Party that's been shown being tattered and fighting.
for months now throughout this election that they stand on the debate stage and can't even agree on a health care policy, can't even agree on what education looks like. Fucking Joe Biden is telling us out here that he worked with actual fucking racists and is proud of it. Like this party that's scattered all over the place. If they can just decide that for once they're going to come together and tell this president to go fuck himself, at least it will show solidarity. Like people forget that like loyalty means something to the to, to like the average voter. That like coming together and showing a solid front means something to these people. So yeah, that's I'm I'm sorry, I got heated. I just don't like this like worrying about what they do. Cuz 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 it it doesn't it's it hasn't panned out. Every time they've done something to be like, hey, let's be bipartisan. Let's try to like think of what we'll do. Let bipartisanship for like the establishment Democrat. It is not I for think, the sake okay, of so working I think that's with where we don't understand. Uh, I, I don't understand how not impeaching is bipartisanship. I really don't. Because they think they can talk to him. They think no. that they can convince him. Oh my God, no. They do. Nancy Pelosi has said it multiple times. She said that the reason I'm not impeaching him over the concentration camps or any of those is because I'm calling him every day and begging him to let those children go. She thinks that she can convince him. No, I'm talking about getting him out of office. The best You're not going to get him out of office. He's in the Senate. You're literally just firing a shot to This say is my point. Even if it's not used as a political tactic, they are going to turn it against you and and say that it is a political tactic. And that's my point. I don't want to it undermine... It is a political tactic. You're not undermining anything. You're telling them to go fuck themselves. You're telling them that whatever tools you have, we also have tools to use against you. And you don't think that would strengthen in their base? At it all? will also strengthen ours, though. We care about our base. We're not trying to change their minds. Their minds are not going to be changed. Especially I'm not, I'm not even election. trying to change their mind. I want to win. Yes, you win by showing point. strength. Show strength for once in your fucking lives. Stop being fucking cowards. Being smart is not being a fucking coward. You're not coward. being smart. You've never won. You've always fucking lost. Every time. The Democrats have always lost? Yes, they've never won. The <laughs> only time they've won. The only time they've won. What, you're going to give me 2008? Because 2012 came a fucking along and they they took over the Cong they took over uh, the Senate and the House. They took over all of... They literally are stacking federal courts. They are stacking the Supreme Court. They are taking over governor's houses. They are taking over legislative branches all over states. Multiple states. The Rust Belt, the Midwest, the Upper how? Side of the Midwest How did they do that? How did they do that? Because they showed strength. No, they outmaneuvered the Democrats every not. fucking step they of the did way. Not. Yes, they did. They, did they fucking wiped the floor with them, gerrymandering no. every fucking district. You cannot tell me they didn't plan that shit fucking effectively. They were smart. It wasn't about brutal fucking strength. Oh my they god. did what they did because they planned it. Oh my god, Democrats gerrymander all the time as well. It doesn't matter. It's why they control New York and California and shit like that. It's like it's. It's not, it's all about the fact that they show strength. They sh it's not just about rhetoric. Yes, they do have policy. They do have legislation, but they push for their legislation with their life and their blood. They literally will die to not give, in, to not give women the right to their bodies. I am not talking they about will compromising. Die. You I, keep coming back to this bipartisanship. It's Is this not, not what about, I'm talking about? It's not about compromising. I am literally telling you that their tactic works because they believe in it. 
We don't show belief in anything. We get to stand up and call him a racist without actually putting any initiatives in place to prove that he is a racist. To say that we're actually gonna punish him for being racist. They will punish us for everything we do. No matter what it is, whether it's big or small, it's because they believe in it. They will fucking die for it. I am not saying that we need to compromise with it. I'm using those as examples to show their resolve versus ours. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, we are 30 minutes. That was amazing. I'm just, I was just sitting back here watching y'all. That was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> God damn it. Thanks, Quentin. Uh, I think we should wrap it up because we're at the 30 minute mark. I don't <laughs> think we can get to the second topic, but. Uh, I guess briefly. Uh, yeah, final points. Uh, both of y'all, if you have final points. Uh, the, the second topic was uh, we're now detaining uh, United States citizens, uh, minors, by the way, children from ages 9 to 13, to uh, use as bait and get uh, undocumented mothers. So that was cool. That's, Jesus. That's, yeah, that's one thing we uh, just wanted to let you, if you weren't depressed already. <laughs> and like, yeah. by the way, this is like a perfect example of like why there's no solidarity in the Democratic Party. Yep, they <laughs> just like fight a, amongst each other. Perfect. Yep perfect example of that yeah uh, yeah no it's very so true yeah. that was a microcosm yeah um i just final thoughts uh yeah i don't like the establishment democrats and i don't like the fascist republicans and uh i hope solidarity and sheer strength will win us the election <laughs> that'd be cool quentin uh our president's a racist Yes. Um, and on that note, that has been the Never Good Enough podcast. I would like to thank everyone for coming along to l listen to us. I would like to thank Jamie and Q for coming along on this episode. Uh, if you have any complaints, please send them to ngecomplaints at gmail.com. And I bet with this one, you're going to have a lot. Uh, <laughs> fucking be strong, people. Be fucking strong. On that note, hey, guys, how about we say bye? Bye-bye. Show your strength. Let it Black out. Song. Don't be weak, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>